with Matteo and Tor. And we are back. Well, I'm sure you've missed these lovely voices. Welcome back to Craftworks. The beer reviewing podcast. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hopefully Mm. 2021 is much better than 2020. I think everyone's saying that. Um, Yeah, it's a big... I haven't seen much of a change, though, have you? It has been three days. (laughs) You know what? I'll give it it a fair shake. Um, Sorry we've been inactive. Um, Obviously, as you know, the hospitality industry is particularly busy at Christmas. Even with these COVID restrictions and everything we had to go through, still a busy time. So we didn't it's been really. Shit. Yeah, it's been horrible. It's been awful. But I just I wanted to apologise to our beloved listeners. Uh, we didn't have much time to record any episodes, so that's why we've been absent for a while. But yeah. we've bashed in tier three. And for those who are outside of the UK or are not aware, uh, the UK is in a tier system, and different tiers have different restrictions. So. Where we are is tier three, which means pubs aren't open, but everything else is. Uh, tier so yeah, tier one is you can go to the pub, but uh, you can go to the pub and have a pint. Um, tier two, you can go to the pub and have a pint, but you've got a substantial meal, uh, which because we all know COVID doesn't affect you if you're eating a exactly Falman's lunch exactly. Um, Tier three, you cannot go to the pub, but for some reason it's okay for people to crowd round each other in Primark. Yep. Uh, tier four... It's just basically a lockdown. It's basically a lockdown, and Boris Johnson's mentioning uh, tier five, where I assume he just stands outside your house and masturbates at you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but anyway, that's why we, uh, we've we been absent, but this is going to be a good one this week. Uh. It is probably one we have been anticipating quite the most. Yes. This is the Sour Beer episode. The first, probably, of a many parts Sour Beer episode mm. because we both love Sour Beers. We absolutely adore Sour this, Beers. This is going to be a good one. Mm. We've got some really good choices here. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, one. so have I. I've been very excited. Um, I've quit smoking. Uh, it's my third day without a cigarette. It's my New Year's thing. So mm. I need something to kind of... Yes, there's something Pull me out of my abject ex- misery. Exactly, something with a bit of flavour as well. Yeah. Right, I reckon we should just jump, jump right into it. Yes, cool. Uh, so here we have. Um... So this is it's a it's a collaboration between a brewer called North Brewing Company, who are based in Leeds, and Napa Napa beer. Napa Napa beer, I think that's how. Napa, it's... Napa beer. Yeah, okay. they're a Spanish brewery. Okay. So it's a collaboration between two of their beers. So it's the Ship of Fruited Goza from North Brewing and the Rise Up Fruited Sour from uh, uh, Napa Beer. Before we continue, mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, I, I snuck across the tears yes. um, and uh, spent Christmas with my uh, parents. Uh, they were also in tier two at the time. So also they live in uh, like a rural part of England where like four people live in their village yes. so like exactly I, come on i wasn't gonna get covid no right? almost no let's um, hope not <laughs> uh but these are from a local shop called two hoppy of tavistock fantastic uh, if you ever happen to find yourself in tavistock after covid because you shouldn't be traveling down there during covid times but after covid you find yourself in the mm-hmm. Tavistock area check out two hoppy yes it's not just uh it's not just a uh uh Beer shop. It is also a bar, but well, well, obviously the bar was closed. Obviously though. the yeah. bar was closed. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so obviously, usually we do mention to give a shout out to our local supplier, Indie Spirit. But obviously, Tor has decided to take it upon himself, mm. and, and uh, 
hit up. I was quite shocked when he brought these back because I've kind of forgot we were doing this sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, so yes, this beer, it's a collaboration between an English brewery and a Spanish brewery. I said brewery there. Um, brewery. <laughs> um, so it's the, it's the second episode in a row where we've got an international beer, albeit a collaboration. But we've got an international one. How exciting. I couldn't find any description on either website for them. So this is one from a website called Craft Metropolis. As in this beer, we've combined the recipes of, I assume it's from uh, one of the breweries here. Uh, in this beer, we've combined the recipes of the fruited sours both breweries are known for. Rise Up uh, by Napa Beer and uh, the Triple Fruited Goza by North Brewing Company and brewed the recipe at both our breweries. Oh, wow. The result is a lip-smacking, punchy, massively fruited 7%. Yes. Also, by the way, this is going to be a boozy one. All of the beers are 7% minimum. <laughs> so uh, I thought we'd give you some forewarning there. So mi- massively fruited 7% sour made with, bo- made with peach, both sweet and sour cherries, displaying big aroma, a vibrant pink colour, thick slurpiness, and, a bel- and Bellini-esque characteristics. Wow. That's in- um, also, this contains lactose, much like milk stouts do. It does, yes. So- oh, wow, I didn't see that. Okay, that's interesting. So not vegan, right? Um, oh, let's get our glasses. Obviously, as we do, we freeze the glasses beforehand to give ourselves the optimal drinking experience. Uh, also, these beers were bought by my mum. We'd like to shout out to our sponsor, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose she's technically our producer now. Then. Yeah. Oh wow, it's very, very cloudy. Oh wow, it's extremely cloudy. You can definitely tell they've got lactose in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's oh, that, that is that is tart and tart, but my god, that is good. Oh, well, right. To a happy new year. To a happy new year. Let's give this. Mm. <sighs> you that get is... all of the flavors are coming through. Every part of it. And yeah. Of course, what we love about sour beers, you get that really nice tart sourness that comes through. Oh, I live for the tang. I live for the tang. So you've probably done your research a lot more than I have. Yes. Uh, can you explain what uh, a sour beer is? So what you, makes a sour beer? So there's different types of sour beer. Most of the ones we're going to have are gozers. And I've got a description of what one is here. So a gozer beer is also referred to who is an unfiltered wheat beer made with about 50-60% malted wheat, which creates a cloudy yellow colour. So obviously, because I think with the fruits, um, it doesn't have the yellow colour, but it's very cloudy, um, which provide, uh, provide a refreshing Christmas and twang. That's a good word. Uh, Goza has a low hot bitterness and a complementary dryness and spice from the use of ground coriander seeds and a sharpness from the addition of salt. Mm. It is usually compared with Berliner Weisse, which makes a lot of sense to me. Because it's sometimes laced with flavoured uh, flavored and coloured syrups to balance out the lactic acid that is added to the boil. So um, the way it's yeasted, because it's usually naturally yeasted, so rather than like using kind of... So, oh wait, no, sorry, I know what I was going to say now. So when sometimes a lot of these beers are naturally yeasted, which literally they just leave the kettles, the breweries will leave the kettles open at a certain point of the year. And usually um, they're grown near yeast fields, so the yeast will get poll- essentially pollinated into the beer like, with, through winds and stuff. Obviously, it changes from region to region. It's not necessarily done. They do it quite a lot in Belgium. So it's why if it says naturally yeasted, that's usually what that means. So, it, but, but it also produces a lot of lactic acid. Mm. 
which is where the sourness comes from. Okay. Um, so obviously lactic acid is, um, make, yeah, makes it very sour. Mm. And it's also why we, I know we said this quite a lot, but why yeah. a lot of people who get a beer and if the bartender goes, this is a sour beer, by mm. the way, uh, they'll go, okay, and not listen, and then come back and go, um, I think it's off, it takes yes. sour. Um, well, obviously, we'd rec- we, you know, depending on what we say at the end, we might recommend these beers, but might not. I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I don't want to ruin the surprise yet either. Um, but that's why, yes, it's always worth. I, I would say sour beers are definitely more of an acquired taste, even much more than stouts. Yeah. Because whereas stouts are obviously quite heavy and kind of unique in their own way, sour beers have obviously got those very, very strong, tangy flavors. Mm-hmm. That you know, if you really don't like anything sour, you can't even handle like mild sour sweets. So I would probably avoid sour beers. Yeah. But then also at the same time, I'd say dive in because there are some light. You know, not everything is completely like tarty and tangy. Um, a lot of them are just like I'd say this one. The initial sip is very on the on the tart side, but as we're going through this, um, it's mellowing out. It's mellowing out, and you get these really beautiful fruit flavors. It reminds me. Also, that I've noticed with sours, I forget I'm drinking an alcoholic drink. Yes. Um, which can be quite dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you've got the strength of uh, these ones. Yes, so this one is a uh, 7%, I believe. Let me just double check on the can. Where is it? Why do they make it so hard to find them? Oh, yeah, it is just it's 7%. Bang on. 7. 7.0%. What I love about crafting, what I've always noticed when they uh, write them down, they you, you write down the descriptions. Yeah. They literally read like pornography. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's written like porn. It's like, oh, malted yeast and punches in your mouth. It's like, it's got like, fucking, big. It's like penthouse horror. It's like, a thick, like one of my favorite descriptions from this is a thick slurpiness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you wouldn't describe much food like this. <laughs> I suppose they say sex sells. I mean, imagine if you went into a restaurant and said, like, oh, what's this, I don't know, copper van? Like, it's like, oh, it's got top slurpiness. What the fuck are you saying to me? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Honestly, it's like, I mean, I know what people, it, it's this kind of thing that um, people go, oh, you're into craft beers, so pretentious. And I'm like, well, I'm allowed to have interest, so. I dive in with the pretentiousness yeah. of it. The fair the thing is, I get to drink these beautiful beers, and you just fucking stick with shit lager. Yeah. I don't know who this is aimed at in particular, but I mean, there are people. You get the you get the memes where it's yeah. just like um, hipsters all love like IPAs and stuff like mm. that, and it's just like let people enjoy what they enjoy. Like if people have yeah. an interest in something, as long as they're not being a fucking dick with it, what's the problem? Exactly. Exactly. Probably the same things written by people who probably drink like vodka lemonades and vodka cokes. But then again, there's me being a hypocrite. In yes, the exact exactly. same sentence. <laughs> no, drink what you like. I don't know. But you're, I think we f- we fully admit we're hypocrites though, okay. because we judge, especially as a being bartenders, you have to kind of know. You need to know the tips of the trade. You need to know what is a good pairing with alcohol and things like that. Yeah. So when someone orders a fucking Hendrix and Coke, you have to be like, well, this is a very strange order and you have to double check it <laughs> just to make sure. There's the, the timeline. There's the timeline. Someone ordered a pink gin and Coke and 
you you were like, I'm talking, you make sure this is correct. They didn't mean to put something else on. I went out. I was like, oh, someone order a pink gin and coke? And this girl was like, yeah. And I was like, well, did you mean to? And she was like, uh, obviously. I was like, all right. <laughs> your, your I know, it's like weird. <laughs> Usually you just kind of like brush it off if it's like vodka, lemonade, vodka, cake. You just kind of leave it. When it's gin and coke, you have to... You have to be like, we have to double check this is right. Well, Coke, it's just, it, it is something that you mix with a spirit so you can't taste the spirit. Yeah. Well, like whiskey. It just is. Like, like you, you know, whiskey, Coke. Like, if you actually like whiskey, you don't really drink whiskey, J- Cokes that often. But, you know, J- JD and Coke. Do you know who drinks that? Is, uh, is Lemmy, right? Yeah. Lemmy drinks that because, or, or did. Rest yes, RIP, RIP. Lemmy drunk that because... He was in his 60s, and he spent most of his days smoking, like, like 60 cigarettes. <laughs> Not even kidding, 60 yeah, cigarettes yeah, no, a day. He was fucking hardcore. The man didn't have any taste buds yet. I'm not even sure if he knew what he was fucking drinking anymore. And in fact, a doctor once said, yeah, you need to stop drinking so much. So he just started putting more coke in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, yeah... <laughs> As a rock and I roll, think there's then. just a certain point where you get to in your life where it's just kind of like, if I stop, my body's going to stop. Yeah, but I think, you know, he lived till he was in his 70s. Which is impressive. Yeah, he's but, rock and roll, man, yeah. you know. Anyway, I want to get back to this beer. Yeah, sorry. I want to talk about the colour, because yeah. it's a really cool, like a peaches and cream colour, if you get yeah. what I mean. Like, it's got, the peach colour really shines through. It's got that sunset orangeness to it and it l- looks like it looks more like a fruit smoothie than it does a bit like, like an innocent smoothie yeah without the bits and... if you saw this like if you saw me drinking this from a distance you'd probably go yeah no that's not a fucking that's not you know that's not a bit no that's that's something else uh, it'd be like someone someone just walked past a pub and yeah. saw us drinking these it'd be like oh but they these sell smoothies in that pub. Yeah, I, it's really got like a. Do you remember when McDonald's did those like smoothie things in the summer? There was that really pink one. I don't know if you remember at all. It was like last summer, maybe. Maybe not this summer because it was. I I remember very little of the summer got just gone. Fair enough. Um, so it was. <laughs> they used to do these like iced smoothie, not frappes because they didn't have coffee in, but these iced like smoothie, like slushies, and there's yeah. one that was exactly this color. Oh, and if yeah, I had it, yeah, if I, I had it in yeah. like a plastic cup that you would drink like a frappe out of with a lid and everything, you look at it and go, "Oh, that's just a, you know, a, a frappe." Away yeah, public drinking. <laughs> I mean, I've, I find many ways to get away with that. <laughs> it's just the, the trusty hip flask usually does mm. the trick. But no, I that's what I, I say with sour beers. It um, comes a lot of them are super fruity because I think that's the way you get the best flavors from. It's like particularly fruity sour fruity sours i would find but i prefer the most but then also at the same time the calypso by siren the berlin of ice which is my favorite beer of all time which we will talk about at some point and drink on this podcast at some point um is not fruity at all but incredibly tart and sour and just a really well balanced beer yeah but we'll talk about that another day but all of the sours we've got today are very fruity and on the fruity side, but that's not a bad thing. Well, I think if you're drinking a sour, it kind of needs sort of fruity aspect to it. Definitely, and especially when you got like, the cherries going on here. Like everyone loves sour cherries, and they've got like, those tangfastics. It's basically, got some tank. Might as well chuck some tangfastics in it. Exactly. If there's any craft breweries listening, please do this. <laughs> please do. Please, that. Do, pilot especially. 
you know, you did it with Palmer violets. Can you do it with the with the sour bear? <laughs> with maybe, with please? the with the sour cherries, please. I'll buy it. I will buy that. I'll buy a twenty four pack and drink it all on in an hour on this podcast as a dare. If you do it, only if you do it. <laughs> oh god! I'll give you ten English. No, you don't want English pounds, do you? <laughs> Scottish brewery. <laughs> yeah. Bank of Scotland. I'll go. I'll take out a Scottish tenor to give it to you. <laughs> But anyway, what are we thinking? What is our kind of... I'm getting oh, near to the end because I'm really enjoying this yeah. very, very much. So I'm very much enjoying this. I am trying to savour it a bit, but at the same time, I really don't want to savour it. Yeah, I've, I've kind of clocked that obviously it's a 7% beer, so I should really be taking my time because we've got another three to get through. Yeah. Well, it's also a 440 can as well, so not mm. quite a pint, but not quite a small 330. I personally... Um, so I, I do enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. there is there's too much of the kind of thickness and a fruitiness to really um, you know I feel like they uh, I feel I would do the negatives first I feel like they've put a, tried to put a lot into one thing yeah. rather than sticking with one thing like it's like they've decided to not just do strawberries and cream, they've decided to do mm. strawberries and cream and goat's cheese and yeah. fucking what? See, my, my opposite there isn't enough to this. I don't think they put enough sour cherries in. I'm getting way too much peach. For, and I like peach a lot. I think there's too mm. much of the peach. I don't think there's enough of the cherries. And I, after the initial sip of it being very tart, it's not as tart as you go through. And I really do, I'm going to say tart a lot this episode (laughs) because it's just a good word. I really enjoy the the sour bitterness of it. I'm I'm a bitter man, so I need bitter drinks. To uh, any listener, (laughs) I'm a bitter man, so I need bitter drinks. (laughs) So I just, um, yeah, I I don't think it's bitter enough for me going through, but it's still incredibly tasty. But it is more like fruit juice at the end. Yeah. And that's why, again, it's not a bad thing. It's just not what I want Sometimes I necessarily wanna, from a... An, well, yeah, I want to go, I am drinking a beer rather than going, I'm yeah. drinking something that's technically a beer but doesn't taste like a beer yeah. you or st- look like a beer. No, you still want those, like, you still want the, the, as it said in the description, it doesn't have very much bittering hops. Mm. Or as it goes, it doesn't have much, uh, it's more of a top fermented beer. So it doesn't really use many hops, does it? What's interesting? Um, I will take a picture for the Instagram. I'm just going to do a quick selfie. As you yes. Um, so as you can see, there's not really any head to it. No, that is another you thing. Don't get head with uh, with the sours. Uh, no, not at all. Really, I would do fine that. To be fair, yeah, it's you getting it. You didn't. Yeah, when even when we poured it, we didn't get. You could pour it poorly, I think, and you still wouldn't end up with a head. No. I guess that you might would be the lactic stuff. But then again, it's not... I, I've had it where, like, I've poured it in a pub and people have gone, oh, can I have some head on that? And I'm like, mm. it's it's a sour beer. You don't, you don't need a head. No. You don't really get a head from these kinds of beers. Mm. Um, let's talk about the can as well. It's kind of an interest. This is it's all right. It's, like, it's got. Um, it reminds me of. It's if very you go black. To like a rave, and <laughs> that would be like on on like the the poster behind the DJ. Yeah, or of it, or have you ever played a, the Virtual Boy by Nintendo? Really, it was all black and red. 
I've only seen images online. To be I fair. was gonna say, <laughs> I didn't have one because apparently it was headache inducing. <laughs> um, but the the brewery logos are really cool. Like the Napa beer one's got this um, really like Western style font, mm. and I think it's great. I, I think, think it's it's, a, really cool. it's it's not the most interesting of can I, designs. I have a uh, a way that we can kind of rate the um, the, 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 the cast. Ooh, okay. Okay, it is simply, we're not going to do a rating system like our other one. It is simply a yes or no, mm-hmm. and which is, would you have the can design on a T-shirt? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. I think I could rock that. With, I think I could fuck with that as a T-shirt. All right. I would say no, because I don't wear pink. But it's not pink, it's red. No, that's pink. Oh, no, so it is. Sorry, the lighting on my end. Yeah, yeah, no, but there's more black than pink. I don't know, actually. That's an interest. That's a very good question. Mm. That's a very good question. Um, do you know what? Actually, I'm gonna. Oh, <laughs> maybe if it was a band T-shirt, but obviously that doesn't answer the question very well. Um, I'm gonna say no. Then I'm we, gonna say we, no. Okay. I'm gonna change my mind and say no. The the thing is the way that the the can rating system gonna go is if you uh, got sent a t-shirt or got offered to buy a t-shirt from the brewery and it had the design of the can yes. on it or the general color because that's one thing we haven't actually talked about is that craft beer craft breweries so not craft beers have a lot of really cool interesting merch um particularly like when we looked at like day and we talked about how interesting their can designs were i looked at their merch shop they've got some good shit and there's a lot of breweries i've got a couple of we've got a couple of brewery shirts like um when we did uh more did their tap takeover at ours mm. our pub and um, we got some really cool shirts from them. yeah and there was like a choice we had a the choice more, okay the more ones my only thing with the more ones was yes that was the, the i, I like the t-shirts and i mm. would have still kept wearing, wearing my t-shirt mm. but they seem to think that our our pub was in a lot better shape than they actually are. Um, what do you mean? They sent a lot of mediums and smalls. Oh, right. <laughs> and so... Yeah, I did have to settle for the design, my second favourite design, because we didn't have the one I wanted in a large. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like... Well, I, I, I wore the medium for a bit, and I very swiftly grew out of it. Um, yeah, um, that's the problem with being bartenders <laughs> who like beer. Yeah. So we drink a lot of it. And yeah, they, uh, well, there we go. Anyway, well, yeah. we're going to, uh, I've just finished up that. I thought that was very lovely. Very lovely. Bit. Should we move on to the, should we move on to the rating system? Should we give uh, it? Yes. Let, while I'm finishing this, you can. Well, I'm to going it. to give it an 8 out of 10. Mm. It was a 9 initially. I didn't think it was good enough for a 10. Uh, I think why that why initially I thought it was very very good because I say it was as I'm gonna say a lot during this episode it was very tireless really good tang right at the in the initial sip but as I as we were talking and drinking it it, it, fe- it fell away to some really good fruity flavors and they really came through especially the peach I would have liked more cherry as well. Um, and I think that's it. I don't think it's a bad beer at all. I'd highly recommend it. I mm. I think it's very good. I would I say it's on the it's on the cusp of a nine. Yeah. It's not quite a nine. It's just missing some crucial things. I think mainly the thing I'm missing is the cherries. Okay. And I really really like cherries. Like I like cherry flavored anything. I I fuck with the whole time. I love it. 
and I just think it was too peachy for him. It was too peachy, too peachy keen. <laughs> um, but I think be- a really beautiful coloured beer, um, just a really nice beer. I like North and Napa beer. You've done that's a great collaboration. I think that's, I think that's a very very good beer. I mean, the I'm going to give it an eight. That's an eight. That is an eight. Mm. That is an eight from ten. I I'm also going to go for an eight. Um, on the one hand, of course, because it is a collaboration. Um, they, they're doing a lot with it. Mm. I think there's, there's a little bit too much going on for me to put it as a as a uh, as a nine. Yeah. Uh, it takes a certain thing to, for me to rate it a ten. Yes. Uh, and I'm afraid it doesn't have it, but you know. Yeah, I uh, think there's very few things. There no, are very few things. It's that... it's. I think we're going to be a lot more picky this episode with sours because as we've discussed on all our three previous episodes how much we rate sours this is for us this is like our bread and butter and we're going to be very nitpicky with this and very precise with what we want from it but i again not a bad beer in the slightest very very good beer would still highly recommend okay right we're going to move on move on to our next beer Uh, oh that is that is dark that is really dark Right, so moving on to our next beer. What have we got here, Tom? So we have got a Sauropod, which is an Imperial Triple Fruited Goose. Um, and it's a fucking cool can. We've got a picture of the dinosaur. Yep. Um, and uh, But it's drawn like some kind of like Darwin-esque sort of uh, surrounded by fruits and stuff. Darwin-esque, like old-timey, like, science painting. We've got, like, a fig one, fig two sort of thing. I believe this really is a type cool. of dinosaur as well, isn't it? The sauropod. Uh, the sa- I don't think that's a real thing. I, I thought it was. I looked it up. There's, like, a triceratops. No, that's, that's triceratops. A diff- yeah. <laughs> I don't think the sauropod Anyway, let us know if okay. it is. But <laughs> Dinosaur experts so, out there. So it's a vegan beer, this one. Okay. And I'll move on to the description, which I found on Untapped. I couldn't find it on their actual website. So this is by Staggeringly Good Brewery, which is a bold brewery name. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, hopefully you live up to the title of it. Anyway, so the description of the sauropod. Redefining the term liquid, this triple-fruited goza with blackberry, blackcurrant, raspberry, and ginger is inspired by similar beers from breweries such as the Vale and doesn't so much pour as crawl into your glass. <laughs> wow, okay. Thick and intense is an understatement. This thing will wreck your glassware and probably rip off your cupboard doors for the hell of it. Fucking hell. All right. Um, so, so, well, we were saying before about how craft beer descriptions are usually kind of pornographic. This was just a threat. <laughs> it's threatening our glassware here and just trying to destroy our kitchen cupboards. Want, like, we live in a rented apartment. We, yeah. can't, we can't have our kitchen cupboards destroyed. Them. No. We'll destroy our glassware. We'll have to steal more. We, we, we will have to steal more. Um, so they're seven, 7.4%. So again, another strong one. Um, they're based in Southsea, which is in uh, near Portsmouth. Ooh. Right. Let's... Beautiful. We nailed that. Getting that on time. Yeah, that. Oh, it's already frothing. Wow. Up can. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Right, let's let's give it a pour. Thing. Let's see if it. Oh, wow, that is thick. That is... Whoa, look at that. Okay. Have you... Whoa. Wow. I've never seen such a head appear on... No, it's. it looks like... Oh, wow, that is... That is thick with two Cs. 
<laughs> Jeez. Look at this thing. What the fuck? I can barely... Whoa! Okay, they weren't, li- they weren't lying. I did not expect that at all. But on the can, so it says the fruits we got. So we got some mangoes, raspberries, vanilla as well. Got some ginger and all that. Fucking the smell. <laughs> Whoa, this is this. So we were saying that the last one was kind of like a fruit smoothie. But this one, it's leaving like the fruit smoothie residue on the side of the glass. Right. Yeah. I think we should just dive in for the taste mm. test. Whoa. All right. Mm. It is, that nice. is exactly, it's just a fruit smoothie. That is very... Wow. And do you know what's incredible? If you look into the top of your glass, like the bubbles are appearing like out of a swamp. Yeah, this is... <laughs> it's like bubbling. Jesus Christ, look at it. It's This is insane. It's like someone blended up a pancake. This is a proper, this is, it's got the very mango juice colour to it as well. Isn't it? That's proper, Ooh. that. You can taste it as well. Oh, excuse me. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Um, I know we talk about session ability, but I'm not even going to try and say that these beers... Yeah, where I say, whereas the last one, I would say, is actually kind of sessionable. We oh. shouldn't do it. We didn't talk about that very much we on the last one. We shouldn't do it. We shouldn't do it because it's 7%. But this one, if, if you want to session it, you, I think you could just because of the taste. Mm. But... <clears throat> It's kind of like Session and Guinness. It's so yeah. thick and so so swampy. Mm. Oh, I, I will say, the more I look at it, it doesn't look appealing. Like the, it's mangoey at the top, but then it kind of like as you the color gradient goes it's, down, it's kind of like thick it mud. Like asked for this, and that kind of came, that came out. Yeah, came out. I'd be like, I'm having second thoughts about this. But the taste test does wipe away any fears. I think that's great. It is good. Mm. And the... uh, It's definitely a sour. Yes. It's 100% a sour. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's it's a very... That is soupy. Yeah, I think that's the only way I can really talk about this beer. It's just... Without, I can't stop mentioning how thick it is because it is. They really weren't fucking around with that description. They hit the nail on the head with that. Mm. Yeah, I've never seen a beer leave like smoothie like. <laughs> yeah. Residue on it. You know, when, yeah, it's when you have like a smoothie and it leaves that kind of like the glossy kind the, of. Yeah, like the fruity kind of. Yeah. Aftertasty thing. I don't really the, know the, what to call it. The sheen. <laughs> yeah, the sheen. But it, it looks, yeah, and it's got like little fruit bits in it as well. Oh, excuse me, pardon. on. There's wow. no clearness in this. As no, well. there's, the clarity is minus, <laughs> minus 100. <sighs> yeah. Wow, fair enough. That's kind of mad as well, considering the last one had lactose. And it's like nowhere near as thick as this one. Mm. It's impressive. It is impressive. I think. I think with some beers, it's kind of just like let's just fucking see what we can do. Mm. Let's try and just. I mean, it's nice. I'm enjoying it. I think it's good. Um, but 
again, like you said, with the session ability, I wouldn't have more than one. No. Ever. I'd have to buy, like, if I was to buy a can of it, I'd have, I'd have to make sure I'm not having it on, like, a big sesh with people around or mm-hmm. something like that. Or I'm just drinking it on my own, like, just sat having a beer to myself. Yeah. Problem is, as well, we're drinking these beers at the wrong time of year, I find. I think these would all be perfect. Both of them so far would be perfect in a, in a sunny beer garden. Yes, definitely. Um, um, well, hopefully in a few months we actually get beer gardens let's again. Let's pray. Let's pray. Because... I, I don't know. It's the the whole thing that just pisses me off at the moment is the fact that it's completely okay for you to catch COVID, fucking shopping for pointless shit at fucking Primark or or uh, fucking God knows where else, or walking around a shopping mall, but to actually sit and like socialise with your friends in a pub is apparently too dangerous. And I'm sorry, but yeah. humans need that. Humans need social, we do. socialness. And it's, and I know it's a cheap thing to say, but it's such a part of British culture going to the pub. It is. It's almost like one of our staple things to do. And it's just so blatantly obvious that mindless capitalism is okay, but for us mm. to actually behave like normal humans is not okay at all. And I know that it's a virus, but I'm sorry, but pubs are some of the most protected places they're the places with the most rules and stuff mm. but pubs are always the first to shut mm. it's fucking stupid it is ridiculous i agree i do agree i'm not gonna argue with that at all mm. but fucking hell why Ooh. yeah this isn't like drinking a beer <laughs> moving on to the beer back on back on past my bullet. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just yeah i think Mm. I don't know how I feel about this one. I think I'm going to get to the end of it and decide, because I'm, mm. I'm of two minds of it. While I think there's a really good amount of flavour to this, it's really tasty, there's a lot going on, but it is like, whoa, like, slow down there. I think this yeah. would have benefited from being a lot less thick. Yes. But if that's what they set out to do, then obviously I can't knock their vision. I mean, trying to create like a um, uh, thick... Thick bit, yeah. yeah. I think they should change the name from staggeringly good to staggeringly thick. With yeah. two C's. <laughs> I mean, if um, if uh, um, this, I don't know what their other beers are like. I haven't tried. No, I've before. never heard of this brewery before. This is the first time ever trying one of their beers. Same with um the previous beer, which is so, so far has been good experiences. I would say so. I'd definitely go for one of those again. Yeah. But. Oh, Sitting heavy, you know. Mm. Ooh, yeah, no, they they weren't kidding. <laughs> it's one of the most accurate descriptions I think we've had so far. Yeah. I like how the most the most of the first part was talking about. Yeah, yeah, we got these flavors in. Uh, also, it's um doesn't pour properly. <laughs> like, well, I don't say not properly, but doesn't pour it so much crawls out your glass, which out. it literally did when I was mm. pouring it. It was like. Yeah, it was just, it's really hard to describe without seeing it. Obviously, hopefully one day we'll do like a live, like a video yeah. of one of these. Like a special edition or something. Um, I think possibly next week we could do one. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. more than enough time on our hands. Yeah, exactly. We're not at work, so. Yeah. But yeah, these, uh, it is, it is, but the colour kind of puts me off. That's the thing. It doesn't look like a beer. 
It well, it, it doesn't look edible. It, no, I, it looks like a pizza someone's put through a blender. No, see, I think it looks exactly like a very thick fruit smoothie that someone makes at home. But I think because I'm on the same kind of wavelength as what you're saying, but because it doesn't look like a beer, like it looks nothing like a beer. Like you said previously, if someone, if you ordered that, yeah, because I reckon initially on a, on a taster, I'd try it and go, wow, that's really nice. I'll get a pint of that. Mm. But then I see someone pouring a pint and it's coming out like fucking sludge. Yeah. And be like, whoa, okay, what, what, have, I, what have I got myself into here? Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I could definitely. I wouldn't ever want to session this. No, never. That's it's not a sessional bit in the slightest. No, doesn't it advertise itself as one? So I don't think that's a yeah, mark no. against it necessarily. It's kind of it's it's one of those things where it's just very novelty. Yeah, it's one of those ones I'd have once maybe, and I'd talk to people about this. This is a beer I won't forget anytime soon hmm. because I've never had a beer that's essentially just a mango smoothie. Yeah. But it's not one. A fermented mango. It, yeah, it's it's one I'm gonna find very hard to recommend. Yeah, because I'm really thinking hard about what score to give it. Because while I do enjoy it very much, it's not one I'd recommend. So I, it's it's I'm I'm a di- I'm trying to find the kind of right score to give it, mm. where it doesn't where it sounds like when I say recommend, I don't know. I think if you like sour beers, you'll enjoy this. And I think if you enjoy craft beers anyway, you'll enjoy this. But obviously, I want to try and reach out to people who don't drink craft beer. Yeah. yeah. And they just want to listen to some average Joes drink craft beer. Because <laughs> we are by experts. We are no by no means experts, is what I meant to oh, say. Oh, no. No, this, we're just fucking... I, like, no, well, I do some research, yes. But I'm, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about most of the time. I, and also... No, that's a breweries like I've. Well, I say while I've, I've had many, well, I've had much, little minimal experience of brewing. I've still yet. Hmm. So I didn't mean to cut you off there. It's I've done a bit of um, distilling of mm. wine. No, it was brewing. It your was mom, brewing. your mum corrected us on that. Oh, I remember. Right. Sorry, um, Jackie. I do apologise. Brewing with wine with my dad, um, and apart from that, I've not really mm. eat the. Although I did have a make your own beer kit. At one point, oh, nice. I got very drunk on. Fair enough. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's the only thing you can do, really, with Mm. it. But yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven. I think it's a seven. Yeah. While the flavors are very strong and very good, like I really love mango, it's it's just that it's that thickness of it it's sitting heavy with me now and i don't like that feeling when i'm having a beer mm. and i know understand the strength of it as well 7.4 it's not going to be light anyway but i didn't get that from the last one yeah but like you i've had beers at 7.4 percent and they're not this heavy no that's, that's true the thing. like normally i'd expect especially if it's a sour or something it is this fucking heavy it's like mm, like 10% like, yeah well if we go back to the the ipa episode with the, the last two the verdant and the dea mm. were both while eight i think seven and eight percent a piece yeah. um they weren't i didn't feel like i was drinking you know i was trying to fight through it mm. whereas this one i feel like now i'm getting to the end of it i'm like oh this is a bit of a battle now yeah yeah it's 
it's still very good. Yeah. Well, I, I say, while I am enjoying it, I think if it was just a little bit less thick, I would enjoy it a lot more. Mm. I think it's a very good beer, though, still. And I would, if you like these kinds of beers, fucking go for it. I think it's very, very tasty. But again, it's it's just lacking those things I want from a sour. Yeah. It's a lot tartier and, uh, you know, a lot more tart than the previous beer. Which I like a lot more, but I don't know what. But again, the thickness brings it down for me. Uh, and I, but I would like to try more from this staggeringly good. See what they've got going on. Yeah. Um. With this, I have to say, I have to give it a six. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of these. Of stuff that is just trying to go, oh, we're just going to create this thick soup mm. that is alcohol-based for you to have. Yeah. Like, I probably wouldn't... The thing is, actually, I'd probably go for like a five. Go for a five? Yeah. Okay. I'd, I probably wouldn't get it again. I'm, I'm leaning on with you on that, but I think for me, just the mango flavours are so good. In my opinion, I think they really nailed what they're setting out fruit-wise. I'm going to have to give them some props for that. But I, I understand what you're saying. If, if I didn't enjoy the flavors as much, I'd probably give it a five mm. or, or maybe even a four. Yeah. But I think that's the thing when it's just kind of just like we're just going to create something insane. It's like, well, there's a there's a fine line between yeah. getting that right and getting that wrong. And mm. I think they're on. They've they've swing, It's a swing and a miss. Yeah. Whereas I think something like the pilot we talked about in the first episode, where it's like, we're going to chuck some Palmer Violets in here and see what you fucking think. Whereas that was fucking amazing. Yeah. This is something they've made. And that's that. I'm not saying you shouldn't try anything new. Mm. I don't want that to come across as like, oh, because they're trying to go outside the box, that's a bad thing. No, that's not a knock against Stagger any good. I'm just saying you missed the mark. Yeah. For us, anyway. Again, this is just our opinion. <laughs> it's. Please don't sit with us. No. Also, this is just opinions. Mm. No. You know. No. I didn't... I, like, you know. What did you think of Forrest Gump? I thought it was a great film. Fantastic. Uh, there were plenty of people that hated it. Oh, I know, so I know. There we go. It's opinion. Well, I didn't like Friends. Friends is shit. See, there we go. We didn't like Friends. <laughs> but a lot of people Friends do. Friends is fucking awful. Like... But anyway, but and, yeah, sorry, but but I yeah, I think for me that's going to be a seven. I'd still oh, it is. I look at the glass now; they really aren't. They really were right about destroying our glassware. Yeah. Fucking hell, this isn't going to be a simple rinse job. I might have to get a new glass. Mm. Yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> and I really like this glass. I know that's why I put the tulip in the freezer for you because mm. I know it's you're the one you like to drink out. Mm. I like tulip. Right, anyway, uh, we're going to... F- oh, God. So we, um, we're not going to finish these beers on the No, because you don't, don't want to hear us struggle through. Yeah, struggle through them. Um, so we're going to take a couple minutes to finish them and then get ourselves sorted for the next one. Exactly. We'll be right back. Uh, oh, that is, that is dark. That is really dark. Right. Right. Moving on to Viridis, which is by Vibrant Forest. 
this is a different kind of. So it's taking a bit away from what we just went through. Yeah. Um, Viridis describes itself as um, in Viridis, we pair sweet raspberry with tart rhubarb to create an exceptionally refreshing beer. We marry this pairing with strong oat heavy base, which we then sour with lactobacillus. Bacillus. Bacillus. Uh, the aromas in Vidiris is palpable and bursts from the glass. An intensely fruited and thick body await, with the rhubarb and raspberry bringing a perfectly balanced experience throughout. Enjoy. And okay. I don't know why I read that like a 1940s documentary. I quite like and quite enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> so, can design. Rise, I think it's very cool. Um, I wear that. I looked. Yeah. I looked up the uh, the brewery, and they're based in the New Forest. Okay. Shout out to the South again. Uh, and all of the all of their beers have the same tree logo they've got, um, which is uh, we've got some V's and F's, so it's mm. vibrant forest, and with but obviously all different color schemes. So this one's uh, pink and green. Which I think looks very cool, in my opinion. Mm. It's a uh, seven point three percent. So again, another strong one. Like we said, this is going to be a bit of a boozy one because all of them are a, a minimum of seven percent. Yep. And um, it's another four forty can. I think that's the problem as well. I will bring up the last beer we had with it was it was a four forty can, so it was an incredibly <laughs> big slog to get through. Here we go. Right, let's give that a pour. Oh, so oh, very it's a lot lighter. Very, yeah, definitely similar colours to the first. Oh, no, it's got that darker red to it. So it's got that rhubarb-y. Rhubarb and rhubarb. Oh, this one gets a bit... The that we so this one actually before. gets a bit of a head on it as well, compared to the first two. Mm. Right, so, should we tuck okay. in? Oh, there we go. Ooh. Very, very tough. Oh. But... It doesn't have that thickness. No, the last one. no, this is. Oh, this is good. <sighs> yeah, that is fucking good. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, there we go. This. <laughs> I'm glad I chose this one for our next one. Oh, I'm kind of. If the next one isn't as good, and we didn't finish with this one, I'd be kind of annoyed because I do like yes. to finish on the best one. But at the same time, this is fantastic. Oh, it's here. so tangy. It's got it's, that really tangy raspberry to it. It's what you need from a sour. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, it is also vegan, unpasteurized, unfiltered and everything. Yep. So it's another vegan one. So you vegans can enjoy it just as much as we do. Um, I think that's delicious. Wow. It's really, really good. Um, oh, and it's much, it's much lighter. Yeah. It is much, much lighter. It's got like a thick body to it, like I say. I think what they mean by that is the f the, the flavours, the very thick mm. flavours. Like, you really get the raspberry. I don't get much rhubarb at all. I think I am, I mean, I'm getting a bit of rhubarb. I think it's a very light undertone. It's, it's more... Oh, excuse me, help. Something that's kind of, um, yeah, like you said, <laughs> it's more of an Excuse undertone. me, sorry. <laughs> I think, that, yeah. It's no, more of an undertone. definitely. But I, oh wow! And this is my first ever beer drinking um, a vibrant forest beer, mm. and I'll definitely go back to them again if they're if they're doing beers like this. Definitely, that's fantastic. Ooh, 
So, uh, beautiful colour as well. It's really like almost burgundy red. Mm. Very like, oh, it's just got this darkness to it. Darkness! Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got this darkness to <laughs> it. Yeah, it's got this darkness to it. It's got this really bold red. It really stands out. Mm. Again, it does look like a fruit smoothie. In a way, like a fruit juice, but I think this, I think this is what it's going to be. It seems to be a theme from this episode. Oh. But whereas, like, mm. yeah, that's uh, oh god, it's a bit too much. It's time. Oh, that's time. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. That is delicious. Mm. Big fan of that one. Uh, so from this brewery from the New Forest. They have done very well. They have done. They've done exceedingly well. Uh, I, I, I mean, it is extremely tart. It is something that you wouldn't really want to just sit there and just glug, glug, glug all the way down. No. But it's something that you can actually sit there it's really v- and it, sip. It's, as they call themselves, the Vibrant Forest, it's really vibrant. Mm. It's got these really strong flavours. And not strong in a way... Whereas the previous beer, their flavours came through because of the thickness of the beer. This just mm. these come through naturally. It's like you've literally got a three or four raspberries in the glass with you there. Yeah, it really jumps out at you. And the aroma, you really get. Oh, as soon as you smell it, you know that's going to be a really strong-bodied beer. You can smell. You can taste the tartness before you drink. Yeah, the liquid. exactly. As soon as it comes, as soon as you get that smell, those aromas. I think that's fantastic. It's um, yeah, it's it's just a, a very, it's kind of a very standard sour in that way. Yeah, I don't think this is standard though. I think this this has got in in that way. In, yeah, in the way that of going, this is this is a sour beer. Mm. I think the lactic acid is they've done. I'll, I don't know what they've done here, but. It's, I think I guess raspberries are much more a naturally tart fruit than most. Mm. So I think that's why these flavors are a lot stronger than with the cherries and stuff by um, than like in the first bit by um, uh, oh sorry excuse me North. Um, but then at the same time, these guys have clearly used a lot more raspberries. Yeah. The North used cherries. If you see what I mean. Mm. They've kind of gone. Uh, this is the flavor that we're going with. Yeah. Exactly. That's perfect. Yeah. I think that's got that's a great fucking beer. And as with all the sours, if you looked at it, you wouldn't believe it was a beer. Definitely not. But I will say, if you are not partial to sour anything, this might be one that's not for you. Well, it this is, is kind of like the episode yeah. wouldn't be for you. Yeah, well, you know, like, but I want you to listen. Sour beer yeah, but I episode. want people to listen Why to this. Why would you choose to tune in and go, oh, I fucking hate that? Well, I want people to listen to it anyway. Maybe they just, they hate listening to us. I don't know. Well, why would you listen to something that you're not interested in? I don't know, Tor, right? I was just <laughs> trying to, just trying to say, well, what if someone's interested in trying sour beers? And they but they don't like it? sour stuff. Or they, there's. I don't like risotto, for example. Yes. I wouldn't listen to a podcast on risottos. 
Okay, it's different. It's a different thing. There. There's degrees of sourness. There are not degrees of risotto. You've either made a risotto or you haven't. <laughs> there, there aren't. There's degrees. Of, whereas I think the first beer, the first beer for sure, while it's a sour beer, I think anyone who's kind of like not, it doesn't have much of a bitterness to them, you know to their palate could enjoy it this one i would say not whereas if someone says i don't like risotto i would not make them try risotto okay yeah i guess that makes sense yes yes it does <laughs> um okay yeah i, I was I trying agree. to be a constructive you know this is consumer advice technically yeah so God, we have degrees <laughs> of risotto i mean degrees of risotto degrees of sourness yes and i think this so is a sour this, scale I would say this is top of the sour scale. Yes, for sure. It's very, you know, you've got, you, you, you say we've got a scale of sweet to bitter. This is definitely on the bitter end, mm. for sure. God, fucking risottos. Jesus. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was trying to get a good parallel. Stout episode's a good example, though. Yes, exactly. I get what you're trying to say. Mm. I do. But what I mean is, that I think, if you've not... If you want to try sour beers, I say this is the first sour beer you ever see, like in the pub or something. Get a taste of first. Definitely. Get a taste of first. I mean, I'd say that with all sour beers, anyway, as we've said before, <coughs> or any beer in general. I think if you're unsure of anything, give it a try first, rather than spend. Or, or even here's, here's a good thing. Even if you like it, either get a two thirds or a half. See, yeah, I think that's. I would drink this in two thirds rather than a pint. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, a 440 can for this is perfect. I would not get any more than this. No. I think drink a pint of these. Yeah. Like, Especially a pint of the last one. Yeah, Good Lord. Um, there are, say, obviously, there are uh -huh. sour beers I could have as pints, but especially ones with higher volumes like these, we would recommend. Here's the Craftworks recommendation of usually two-thirds or something like that. And a lot of, to be fair, a lot of bars you go to only really serve beers like this in two-thirds. Yeah. Stuff like, um, they're like real artisan beers. Like, um, bars. small bar. Yeah. In Bristol, you very rarely see them serve anything as a pint. Or the, the brand new left-handed giant bar that opened last year, mm. which is fantastic. If you ever get the chance to go, we'll go. Uh, obviously not at the moment, but, it's a. Uh, they only do everything in two thirds or halves. I think they very they only do their lagers in pints, which is obviously especially as like if I just want the pint, it's very annoying. But at the same time, I understand why because they do a lot of artisan beers mm. and like artisan craft beers, whereas like you want to get you know most people want to get a pint of everything, but this is not something I'd recommend having as a pint. No, not at all. Neither of the beers. Any of the beers, I mean. Well, sorry. it kind of it loses its um, its taste factor. Yeah. And what the what the brewers are trying to achieve, if you get it as a pint, because a pint is something where you're. I don't know. There's a different kind of thing. I think if it, sessionability lends itself to having something as pints, mm. I think when you're trying to have like a big night, you have pints. I don't know what mm. it is. Even if you want to like pace yourself, you don't go for has or two thirds. You just right. always stick with punks. But whereas you wanted to try stuff and enjoy something, you always get it in a lower, yeah, like a lower volume. I get. I guess it's because you, there's only a certain amount of alcohol that you can really have before you're mm. like right. I've had 
But then I think as well, like with the last beer, for example, there's a certain point we got to where we were like, this is not enjoyable anymore. This is more of a fight. Mm. And the same with the last episode with the stouts. There was a couple of the beers where we got halfway through and went, while we enjoyed this initially, this is not fun to drink anymore. This is, and I think that's why if you're going to get beers like this, get them as low of um, an amount as you can. Mm. Um, There's nothing wrong with getting half pints. I will always say this. If your mates take the mick out of you for getting a half pint, tell them to fuck off. It's absolutely yeah. fine. You, you drink what you want. But I think especially with craft beers... Unless it's like a half pint of like a really light lager. Yeah, then, then fuck off and get a pint. If you're not driving, <laughs> then it's like, okay, what, what's the deal? Yeah, they're just, they're just you know, if you're going to buy a half a Bud Light, what is the point? You might as well <laughs> get a pint at that point. Um, so, yeah, I'd say with these, I think because... They're so strong. They've got such strong flavor profiles that you don't want to have too much of it, and it loses its luster quickly. Yeah, I think that's why. I think with these, always go for two thirds. Usually, mm. usually if I'm going to buy a sour, unless I really, really like it, like Calypso, I won't ever buy it in a pint. Mm. Definitely. This, this I could get as a pint though. I could. I think the more I'm drinking of it, actually, the more I'm like, oh. This is hitting the spot. This is really hitting all my buttons. It would be one of those things where... Oh, it's beautifully tight. Honestly, like, that's a weird description. I don't know what it is. It's... I take it, and Tor can probably see me now. He sees my face he, scrunch he, up. He's doing this weird kind But, but, I'm, but it's like, a, but it's a sign of endearment with these bits for me. I think, I think that's fantastic. I think that's a really, really yeah. good bit. The more I drink of it, the more I'm really enjoying it. I enjoy it. I think um, maybe in some ways it's a bit... Especially when it gets towards the end, I don't think I could go for a pint of this. I think it would have to be a two-third. See, I'm going for more... I'm enjoying it more as I'm going through. Don't know why. I'm letting the flavours get to know each other in my mouth. You know, like when you're making the bolognese, you've got to let everything get to know each other in the pot. You have... Always had a go at me about my bolognese. Because your bolognese is rubbish. It's not rubbish. You put peas and green beans in it. Yeah, you get vegetables in there. Yeah, you just all you need is carrots, onions, and celery. Then okay, so carrots, beans, and carrots. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Carrots, onions, and celery. Yep. That's only, fine. Only vegetables you need in a bolognese. Yeah. No other vegetables. No, maybe garlic. If that's a vegetable, I don't know what that counts as. Why not green beans? No, because green no green beans are not what you put in a bolognese. Peas are fine to put in a bolognese. They are not fine to put in a bolognese. I'm not going to get into an argument <laughs> with you on this. This isn't this isn't the this isn't the Italian cooking hour. <laughs> I wonder if we have any listeners in Italy. They probably are going to hate us both for what we've just said because I know what Italians <laughs> are like when it comes to food. It's fucking annoying sometimes. Uh, I mean, yeah. <sighs> I, I remember, so I... I can say that I'm Italian. Yeah, I, <laughs> I lived in Norway for a bit, um, and I worked at this hotel in Norway mm. uh, where there were a load of Ita- Italian workers staying. And, um, yeah, they didn't like the food. I can't imagine they would. Um, what, everything being boiled? <laughs> well, I was just kind of there, like, you're literally serving stuff that Italians are not going to enjoy in any shape or form. Any any more than, like, you know, 
it's hard enough to please with Italian food anyway. Yes, definitely. I'm trying to explain this without sounding like a xenophobe. But... I mean, to be fair, Italians hating but, food has become its own section on the internet. So. Yeah, it's it's there is such a food culture in Italy, and mm. the food cultures of uh, Scandinavia, specifically Norway, and Italy are so foreign to each other. It is kind of like yeah, like first of all, don't serve them salmon every day for a week. That's not a good idea. No. Like they they don't like the cold enough as it is. They don't like the fact that everyone no one else speaks Italian, apart from one karaoke bar in uh, the nearest town. Where <laughs> I think they had like some people that spoke Italian. I don't know. <laughs> this was translated from like Norwegian to English, from <laughs> from Italian to Norwegian. To English, and that's how I got it. So the information was probably a little bit disjointed, filtered down at that time. Um, but yeah, they did not like the food at all, and uh, they would come. I remember at one point, um, the the one of their bosses was like, "The food here is is terrible. It is absolutely awful." And I was like, "Yeah, I know, mate. I've eaten salmon for a week. I fucking hate salmon." If I'm <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> and he was like well, why don't you make some of your food? And I was like, I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, you would prefer English food to this? He's like, yes, I would prefer English food to this. Of course I would prefer English food to this. <laughs> what about fish and chips? I would eat fish and chips. I don't want to eat, I don't want to eat salmon again. <laughs> I cannot physically eat salmon after that experience. I love that as well, that it's been a bit, it's a meme in around the world that British culture, British cuisine, sorry, is fucking awful, but hearing that makes me feel a lot better about British <laughs> food to the point where someone's asking for fish and chips <laughs> over salmon, because I love salmon when it's cooked right. <laughs> yeah, but try eating it every day for, for weeks on end. Yeah, I would probably say like, no, this is enough. It's there is, like, there was a point to this, wasn't there? With, with in regard to the beer, I can't remember. I think it was like, no, I don't know. I think we just lost sight of what we were talking about. That's fine. I anyway, think people enjoy that. We, I'm, I'm getting kind of drunk now, guys. So I'll be honest. <laughs> it's, it's not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a lot of shit. It ain't gonna make I, sense. I am quite drunk. Yeah, all of the beers are seven percent. We told you this is going to be a boozy one, but would you tune in if it didn't get boozy? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, hey, welcome to the non-alcoholic beer episode. Yeah, we got to do one of these at some point. Oh, there. God, do we have to? Yeah. That's just drinking liquid. Well, yeah, that's what we're doing now. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, it, it's, like it's just kind of like... We, I think... In that's the like same... having a, like, a, a, oh, let's try soft drinks episode. No, but then again, though... Remember Big Drop, right? Do you remember Big Drop? What we used to have at the court? Look at the... <laughs> we used to have. <laughs> we used to have at the pub we work at. Yes. Remember how good that was? No, I don't actually. Oh, it was so Big Drop, very very good non-alcoholic brewery. Awesome beers. We just get loads of those. Okay. Well, I think we have. We if we're gonna do a supermarket's own brand beer, we have to do a non-alcoholic one. 
<laughs> I'm not going to drink Tesco's lager if I'm not going to maybe enjoy a non-alcoholic beer. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. Anyway, um, I'm nearly done with this one, so I'm going to round. I'm still struggling through this one. Uh, I'm not. This got even much easier to drink. I'm giving this a nine out of ten. This is fucking delicious. I'm going with. I'm going with a eight out of ten. It's an eight. Yeah, fair. I'm. It's very close to a ten. This one. I don't know. I just think it's too raspberry for me. There's not enough rhubarb, so I couldn't give it a t- if it, it I know, had. I know this is going to sound like such a, a wet wet wank. But, Sorry, uh, uh, I don't. Know. <laughs> it's going to sound like a wet wank. Do you mean a wet wipe? <laughs> no, it's it's too tart. It is too tart for me to make it. Yeah, so a wet wipe, not not that what you just said. <laughs> I don't know. Right, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I apologise to any listeners who was offended by Tor's speech there. Don't know why you would be, but fair enough. <laughs> it just hurt my ears to listen to that. But I see, I find that the tartness of it really enhances the flavours for me. Mm. And I think that's, yeah, that's a 9 out of 10, that one. That's yeah, a good, that's I, a, I that's a, that's I, a good I, ass I, beer. I would probably enjoy it more if I hadn't had two 7% beers before it. Yes. Because, definitely. like we said, this is a boo- booze. I need booze. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched Rifno and I recently, so mm. we're going we're gonna to quote that a lot. It's also where these chunks are like so much longer at the moment because it takes so long for us to get through these beers. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to pause it now. Mm. Not pause it, so to speak, but we're going to take a little break. Mm. You know, toilet break because I need a toilet break. Yeah, and we'll be back with our final beer of the evening. All right. Uh, oh, that is that is dark. That is really dark. So, moving on to our final beer, it is uh, Urbanist by Gypsy Hill. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> this is an imperial fruited sour. Oh, okay. We've got a description on the side here. So, Urbanist is an imperial fruited sour. This sour has had the works thrown at it and then some. Soured on our house lactose strain and hit with the brute enzyme for a light, dry, and effervescent finish. Jam full of honeyberries, raspberries, and blackberries, building body in an incredible purple hue. Goes well with park walks and fruity shirts. Featuring Freddy, Ladman, and Science Whips. Ah, so that that's an interesting thing to talk about with Gypsy Hill. One of the things that you you might recognise this brand is they always have different people on their cans or badges uh, on taps and stuff. And the reason for that is all of their staff get like a little badge oh. for them when they make a beer or something. So they like you know got like the founders and then like the salespeople and stuff. I think it's a really cool thing. I really like it, and I think it's clearly maybe maybe this is the guy who made their if they're cr- creating lactose strings. <laughs> what kind of fucking science shit have they got going on at Gypsy Hill? And I've heard a lot of good things about Gypsy Hill. A lot of people have had their beers before. Um, one of our local pubs has supplied them before. The uh, the, the the Laugh Stew House had them well, before. Right, let's, let's give it a go. Right. Let's see what it's saying. Ooh, Immediately it's, squirts out a bit red. It is purple. It's very purple. Me, that looks like it's very purple. fortified wine. It is very purple here, yes. That is purple upon purple wow. upon purple. That's proper black, isn't it? 
It reminds me of the um the 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 last stout, the blueberry stout from our final episode. Mm. Not final episode. Obviously not our final episode. This is our next one. Mm. Our most recent episode. Oh wow, this one's got a really purple hue to the head. Smells. It smells delicious. Yeah, it smells really good. Oh. I'm wondering oh. what kind. Okay. Like, what do you think? So before we try it, what do we think it's going to be? Is it going to be more like the first two, or is it going to be more like the Vibrant Forest? I think Forest? it's going to be more like the first one. I think it's going to be slightly going away from the extreme darkness that we had in the last bit. See, I think it's going to be more like the last one. But anyway, here we go. Yeah. Chin chin. Let's give it a taste. Whoa. Oh my god. Honestly, uh, I think it's a bit of a mix of the two. Yeah. Wow, that's that's delicious. That <laughs> is incredible. Wow. Yeah. That's that's really good. Mm. That is really, really good. Not as tart as the uh, vibrant forest beer. But not as thick as the sauropod. Oh, no. It's got a balance of everything here. I think that's what percentage is it as well? It's uh, seven point two. Seven point two. So yeah. Uh, is it's it probably, probably one of the least strongest out of all of them? Is it vegan as well? Is it vegan? I don't know. Let me double check on my notes. I've got my notes on my Google. Docs. I should have had these ready to go. Sounds very unprofessional, but I'm also very drunk. So, <laughs> um, with this one, being yes, it is vegan. It is vegan. Okay. Um, also, the uh, the can cover. Um, I fucking love it. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's kind of I'll like a uh, Matisse style art um, of a man with a very fruity shirt on. Funnily enough, hmm. in a park with some people eating some fruit. And drinking some tinnies. Probably the t- and probably long, this. there's a long-haired man playing a guitar. Yeah. I think that, no, this is really cool can design. I say Gypsy Hill uh, have become known for their can designs, particularly mm. because I say they include all of their staff and founders and stuff on it, which I think is a really cool novel idea. I think that's a fantastic little idea. I don't know why. It's re- I really like it. I could probably elaborate on it more, but <laughs> anyway, let's get back to drinking. Exactly. So as we're going, starting to get through this, like, what are you thinking? I think that's brilliant. That's fucking great. That is a really, really good beer. Mm. Got really nice tartness to it. Like not, uh, definitely not as tart as the last beer. No. But it's got. You can really taste the blackberries. Um, it's, it's got, got a, a really, really burn it's to it. Dark color as well. Yeah, mm. good burn to it. Kind of like got dark color. Really dark color. I'm like them all. That it wouldn't from a distance. It doesn't look like a beer at all, in the slightest. No, uh, but you get that with sour beers, and especially mm. with sour beers, they tend to be of the fruity reality, the fruity variety, sorry, variety, not reality. reality yeah, I suppose as well. Like the the few non-fruit beers, not non-fruit beers that are sour, they're so varied and wide. Like you've mm. got like you can have like a goza. That isn't fruited, or a bullion of ice that isn't fruited. Um, they are, they do exist, and we'll probably do an episode on them. I reckon we'll do like a 
a non-fruity sour episode, mm. which would make, be a good contrast to see what um, the different styles are like. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We come up with this on the fly. You know? <laughs> um, okay. Um... Also, at the end, I do want to introduce the new series idea that we have coming up. Yes. Do you remember? Blind Drunk? Yes, we'll talk about that at the end. It's going to be a really exciting thing we're going to have going on. Uh, well, we might as well as introduce it. Should we talk about... So, we've got an idea. So, when we've we've previously talked about having guests on, and we've very famously not followed through on that. Mainly because of, of COVID, yes, and we're yes. not allowed to... Yes, but what we're going to do is... Because we've had the idea of having people on as kind of like experts in certain fields. But we've realised that no one we know is a brewer or anything like that. So or an want, expert. Yeah, exactly. So we want to make it more fun. So it's going to be called Blind Drunk. And what we're going to do is we're just going to have one of our mates on. And they're going to come with us and they're going to pick the beers. So we'll go to Indie Spirit or Beer Craft, depending on you know, which one's open. They're going, to, they're going to pick four beers at random, depending on any factor they want. If they like the can design, if they like a sour or something, I don't know. They're going to pick them and we're going to drink them with them live on air. And we're just going to get drunk and shoot the breeze. Mm. It's not going to be so much of a review format. Like we'll probably like maybe like you know do very casually review them, but it's more of a, a fun idea, fun series that you know gets to uh, vogue, shows our personalities a little bit more. And yeah. we thought it's, it's, it's an easy to getting yeah. Together. It's an easier way to have guests on as well, especially if someone doesn't drink craft beer. We can get them to be like, let's look, pick four beers you think you might like, and then they. Like, we have no control over the beers they pick mm. in the slightest. We will have no control over them. And I think that's an interesting idea. And obviously, yeah. because we will get blind drunk while being blind <laughs> and drunk. But yeah, I thought I'd talk um, about that a little uh, bit. Yeah, seriously, we're going to do. Um, um, we're going to sort of, obviously, we'll, that will, they'll, there's no kind of set schedule for these. It's just whoever we can get on. Mm. So when we get whoever, you know, it will be labeled on the Spotify and the Anchor and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Be blind drunk featuring so and so. So, yeah. Um, I thought apart it, from that, how how are we thinking that it's going so far? I think this is great. I think this is fantastic. This is my favorite beer. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm really, really enjoying this one a lot. Again, it's one of those. Ever, it's another one I could think I could drink a pint of. I really could. I could re- really, really dig a pint of this. Mm. I think um, while I I do enjoy sour beers, yes. One thing that I kind of realised is that I kind of prefer to drink them in two thirds. Yeah. Um, rather than rather than pints. On the other hand, so far this is my favourite beer. Uh, because its tartness is not overriding its taste. Yeah. Whereas you had that problem with the, with the, the vibrant, fi- vibrant yeah, forest yeah. one. See, I don't think, see, tartness isn't a factor for me. Whereas something might be incredibly tart, I think, that adds to its enjoyness for me. Mm. Enjoyment for me, sorry. Oh, God. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I felt like I needed to, to release some gas, but I didn't. Yes. So sorry about this one. It's got a lot busier than we thought. Mm. But we tore. I blame Tor for this. He picked all seven percent beers. 
Yeah, it's, it's all my fault. It is. When? Where did you get them from as well? Uh, two Hoppy. Two, let's give Two Hoppy a shout out because they absolutely smashed it with this selection. Yes. They've clearly got some very good beers in there. Mm. And obviously, if you live near Tavistock, go there. Help yeah. yourselves. But if you don't, fuck off. If, if you don't, don't go there. But um, when COVID stops happening, yep. I don't know when the fuck that's going to be. But... <laughs> yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> When's, when do you think that's going to be? Well, I mean, we can't get vaccinated until the summer. Mm. So at least the very least for us, it might be summer. Who knows? Mm. But we'll have to wait and see. Nah. We've just got to make the most of what we've got going on right now. Exactly. And for us, that means more time to make a podcast. And drink beer. Exactly. Very good beer in that. I say, this is fantastic. See, in the light, though, it's way more like a... It's like a blackberry juice. Like a like a Ribena colour mm. than anything. Like a very thick Ribena. It does. And I think that is the thing with all of these sours, is they are all really, really thick. I think it's the lactose acid in it, to be yeah. honest. Um, as you get close to it, it's very, very pungent. Yeah. A lot more than a lot of the other beers you tried. But I think that's the the, the fruit as well. Mm. And because they're quite sweet and I've got a lot of sugar, that increases their strength too. Yeah. I feel like... <sighs> I'm really enjoying that. Though. I think that's fantastic. They hit you, like, so much more. Than, um, yeah. than even the stouts did, to be honest. Mm. Like a stout that's like, oh, this is a 10% stout. It did not hit me near enough as much as the stout, uh, as the sours did. No, I agree. I think I definitely, whereas it, well, we might turn off the microphone, when we turned off the microphone, sorry, for the last episode, I definitely felt it. Mm. Whereas this one, I'm feeling it right through. Yeah. I think that's... I think we should talk about is the drunkenness of these kinds of beers. <laughs> Wherefore, it's like, obviously, we're meant to be very serious professional reviewers. Mm. We're not in the slightest, but we're not, we try to come across as that. Um, we are just normal people who mm. get drunk off beer. And if yeah. you drink these in the quicker session that we are doing, it, you will get fucking bladdered. Exactly. Like, we, we're not doing this, like, we're doing this all in, like, the space of an hour. Mm. Like this is basically a live podcast. We're not, we're not doing this over the space of a few days. No, we don't. But have... I think that's that's maybe kind of messes with with a review a bit, re- reviewing of the beers and the fact that maybe one would buy a load of these beers and then drink them over the course of a few days and mm. we're doing it in one night, but. But I think that separates us because yes. we're not we're, we're not fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> I think the point is, I think if we're going to drink the if for, drink four beers, we might as well do it all in one night yes, rather than exactly. one a night and have like a twenty minute segment. I think it. Also, the whole point is we're meant to be entertaining, mm. and I think we're more entertaining than we drink. <laughs> exactly. But oh, anyway, back to the beer. Let's get back to the beer. I think this is a fantastic little bit mm. this is a beautiful beautiful little bit i think it's really nice uh i am struggling slightly to get through it but but it's something that i would sip i agree but i i don't know i think for me i don't know this one the last one i felt like i could drink this in greater volumes than the first two mm. especially like you know as we said yeah, usually with sours, it's best to drink them as two thirds. I could drink the this one and the last one as a pint. 
And I think that's what I'm kind of looking for when it comes to a sour. Mm. This is particularly its drinkability and its sourness. So it's still, it's got this really nice tanginess. It's got a beautiful tang. Mm. And I could definitely have that as a pint. I'm... Ooh, um... I reckon should we score? Let's score it. Yeah, let's score let's it now. Score yeah, it. I'm gonna give that a ten. That's a dash model beer for me. Uh, okay, I think that's fantastic. I'll give I think it, it just edges. Oh, sorry. Uh, I said uh, I think uh, it just edges out the previous beer with its more blackberry flavors and uh, yeah, so the more the black current kind of blackberry flavors than the raspberry flavors. Mm. I think it edges it out with that little flavor profile. Much better colour in the glass as well. Much more appealing to look at. Amazing can design. I don't know everything about this beer. Yeah. I saw it from from buying it in the shop to drinking it now. I think that's an amazing model. That is a DAS model beer. Mm. So that is my third 10 out of 10. I've realized. Okay. I can't remember my other 10 out of 10s. That was the pilot. And... That was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we both gave the pilot a 10 out of 10. Um... I'm afraid this isn't a DAS model beer for me. That's fine. Uh, this is a 9 out of 10. That's still pretty uh, good, though. It's, it's still, still pretty, pretty good. good. It's still pretty good. I do enjoy it. It's got fucking lovely colour. Great taste. Of tartness. Yes. I I love it. Um, I guess the only thing that gets it for me, it's got this... And I... I don't know. It's this... I do like sours. And I love sours, but it's this acidity that kind of like creeps up a bit as you're trying to get through it. Yeah. Um, and I know it's made with lactic acids mm. and, and stuff like that, but there are other sour beers I have tried. For example, and, and locally brewed ones as well. Like there was a really good lemon sour that I had that I drank the majority of the keg of. That's a different story. Um much my boss was like why why isn't there any more of this left and i was like um don't wait what beer was this it's a lemon sour but where where we work but where which one was that though i can't remember how did you not remember i don't know i, I swear it was the orange one that we had it was the orange it was the orange one was it was the siren orange one that oh, we had. Yeah. yeah 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 i don't remember what it was called but it was fucking banging <laughs> And we drank all of it, and our uh, boss uh, was like, oh, I wanted a pint of that. And I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't drink any of that. Uh, but anyway, I, I, um, fucking, either way, it, it, like, though that sour did not have the kind of tart, the acidity that you get when you're drinking this yeah and that's why it's not a das model other than that it's a brilliant beer yeah i really like it right that's fair so let's give a give a roundup of this week's beers so beer number one was the north brewing napier beer collaboration the triple up x rise up fruited sour i gave that a eight out of ten i gave that a it was a seven, I think. A seven out of ten. Tor doesn't remember his score, so this is no. good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, again, very good beer. Um, was the least alcoholic volume mm. of the ones we tried. So it was definitely, it was, while not 
meeting my expectation of tartiness. Um, (laughs) It did have very bold flavours, very peachy. And Mm. while, yeah, I think it was a great beer. I'd recommend that. Yeah. I I would also, uh, also great can design. Yeah, yeah, cool can design. It was really, it was a nice beer. Mm. It was a good one to start off with. Yeah, definitely for sure. I think that was the we started off on the right one there. So, and then on to our second beer. It was the Sauropod by Staggeringly Good Brewing, mm. which I gave a 7 out of 10 to. And I gave a 5. Yes, uh, very different because I think, again, both of us, what let it down was its thickness, mm. whereas we were not impressed by how thick it was. It was, you, it was a fruit smoothie, basically. Yeah, which is not what we want from any kind of beer especially a sour. And then our second, so moving on to that, our third beer of the night was the Vibrant Forest, mm. Viridis, uh, the Rhubarb and Raspberry Sour. And what did you think of that at all? I gave that an 8. Yes, you did. I did give that an 8, didn't I? Yeah. I think so. Um, and that was because um, while I did enjoy its tartness, it was a little bit overwhelming. See, for me, that's why I gave it the 9, because it was super tart, had that real tang to it, brilliant fruit flavours, full-bodied beer, fantastic. And then obviously, last but not least, the Urbanist by Gypsy Hill, which I've given a 10 out of 10. Um, I thought this is a brilliant, fantastic beer, full-bodied flavours, set out exactly what it was meant to do, great level of tartness uh, for a sour. Um, I think that is a brilliant, brilliant beer. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I you gave it a dash one, but I did only give it a ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've already made those reasons clear. Yep, I think that's a fair point. Um, <laughs> so I think we'll finish up here because if you could see what I could see, I've got through way more of this beer than Tor has. Yeah. So I didn't want to try and make Tor finish this <laughs> any in any more of a speed than he needed to. But next episode. So you know, we're gonna we're not gonna pick what we're gonna do next episode. We're just gonna we're gonna decide on the day. We're gonna pick out the hat. Yeah, and um, decide, and, and you'll um, see the title, and then you want to listen to it anyway because yeah, you'll see Craftworks exactly. to put out in the episode. But I I will say in the future at some point we should do a sours episode that are not fruit based. You know, oh, something like just regular gazers and Berliner vices. Just something without the fruitiness to them. See what we can compare. Because I think there's a lot of sours that don't have... Like I say, my favourite beer of all time is a beer called Calypso. It doesn't have any fruits in it at all, as far as I'm aware. And I want to talk about it on this podcast at some point. So I think we should talk about it in that. Yeah, we'll we'll look at that maybe maybe in our next episode. Who knows? But anyway, thank you very much for listening. I've been Matei. And I have been tall. And we've been very drunk. Yep. So thank you for listening to Craftworks. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye.